Hello and welcome to the Wade John Taylor Patriot Report. Today is Monday, the 22nd of March, 2021. Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Uh, the new addition in our household um, has definitely kept us busy lately, as well as the new additions on the farm with the new rabbits and, and piglets and, and other things. Spring has definitely sprung on on every level. And the snow and, and ice are receding. We can now see the garden and we we know that that it's time to to get working um, and start working that land and getting it ready for for crops and that's that's always another busy time so in in the back of our head um, even though that we are rejoicing for our our new addition in our family we know that right around the corner is is planting season and that's that's always a, a very busy time for us and with that spring is an opportunity for renewal and renewed effort into a, a new season a new year um, and new opportunities and uh, overcoming challenges for many of us we are are relatively powerless to control the the narrative at large um, we we know that this financially there are some financial undercurrents that are going on in our nation right now that um, we're our, our our financials for our country are, are in uh, challenging shape um, I, I guess is a nice way of putting it um, and that's not the focus of tonight but it is an important uh, backstory, and it's just one of, of many. The Chinese had a, a meeting in, in Alaska with the Biden administration, and essentially the, the Chinese walked all over the Biden administration. The diplomats there completely fell on their face. Um, our, our country was insulted. And, and put in its place as far as the Chinese called us out and said, you guys don't speak from a position of strength anymore. They understand the critical weakness in the um, heart of the United States, which is the economy that, that is on life support right now. So there are, are things that if you, you look around, um, at the, the Biden administration in of itself is, is, is having challenges on the border um where there's this big wave of migrants flooding the border coming across and they're now spending millions to rent out hotel rooms to to house all these um, undocumented illegal aliens who are coming in and just saying hey I, i'm claiming asylum and the border patrol's under instructions to say okay here you go um you're released and that's it so essentially it's an open border right now and and the 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 presidency biden administration is completely out to lunch this guy lights are on but nobody's home he's there to sign things he's 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 there physically but that that is it functionally mentally he's not in control which begs the question who is in control and well um well, I think we all know the answer to that. 
we are, are looking in a situation where Congress is dominated and controlled by one faction. And that faction is pretty radical um, in its ideology, which isn't new. I mean, we've had a lot of different times in our history where we've had some pretty radical factions in control of Congress or the presidency. But in, in this case, the depth of that they're willing to go to silence opposition is, is scary and, and quite honestly foretells of some dark times ahead. If you are critical of what's going on in a lot of ways in society nowadays, you can find yourself essentially erased in society nowadays. Uh, so much of society has moved to this online community and we've transformed ourselves as a society. And then now all of the sudden, it, because those entities are have so much power and control of this online society, they get to set the rules. And because they're private companies, they don't have to abide by the constitution. Essentially, that's kind of how, how things have been interpreted and how things have, have happened. Um, they don't have to say, have free speech. And that kind of baffles me because I, I support that on one hand, but then again, how is it that, you know, you want to force somebody to bake a cake when they don't believe in, in doing so for a ceremony that they considered, you know, sanctified by their, their religion so without going into too many rabbit holes, I, I think it's just that the hypocrisy is starting to show up. And, and interestingly, there's a lot of top, fairly powerful people in the left who have long fought for free speech and, and are, are old timers who, who have been fighting for, for freedom and equality, not equity. Um, for a long period of time and recognize that everything that they've been fighting for is being consumed and taken over by this radical left-wing ideology that now has essentially all of the, 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 the wings of power in, in our country. But here's what they're all of a sudden faced with. If you break it, you own it. And that's essentially what happened in the Biden administration when they jumped in, signed a billion executive orders in record amount of time, and essentially went in to erase everything Trump. But what they didn't realize was that, that they were actually destroying so many systems that worked and functioned. And it really didn't matter to them. It was, it was all about erase everything Trump. You know, their whole border thing is wrong. Everything they've done is wrong. On the day one, we're just going to tear it all down. And by doing so, they have unleashed a, a chain of events that is is having some serious problems and consequences. All of a sudden, we're going through another milk shortage to where we don't have milk because they don't have the things that they need to make the cartons of milk. And so we're trying to buy milk today and go into the grocery store and gee, there's like hardly anything there. And it's not that the cows 
are having a problem producing milk. It's that they're having a problem producing cartons to put the milk in. So the solution is, is I guess, to, to dump all the milk in a ditch somewhere because that'll fix everything, apparently. But that's just one small failure. We have a critical shortage of microchips right now worldwide. And, and a society that runs on microchips is, is, is going through something that, that is causing shockwaves everywhere. We have critical shortages in all sorts of industries all over. The auto industries are already affected by these sort of things. And everywhere you look, there are delays in, in, in production and parts. But yet off the coast, the west coast, well, you know, on you'll, you'll see container ships just anchored um, with delays trying to get into the country, trying to offload their goods, all from China, and mostly will return empty container ships or empty containers, which are, are, are desperately needed because they don't have enough containers. They, they, shipping things anywhere is, is incredibly expensive right now because it's all being produced somewhere else. You know, our entire way of life is being transformed underneath the surface and, and actually in front of our very eyes. And all we have to do is pay attention to see some of the things that are happening. And and I believe that we all collectively, myself included, don't really know how bad it is. We don't really understand how broken it is. And I often feel that the only thing that is keeping everything going is that we all don't know any other way to do things. We all keep going to, to work and doing the things we need to do because we don't know any other way. Perhaps sometimes we haven't realized that the wheels have come off the bus or, or that we've run out of tracks and we're in free fall. So we just keep acting like everything's normal. I just can't shake that feeling that that's, you know, the day of reckoning is, is going to come pretty quick. Now, I'm not telling you that the sky has fallen, but I'm telling you that the sky looks pretty cloudy today. Anyway, I'll talk more about that after our first break. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with the Patriot Report here. And thanks for taking time out of your life to listen in. I appreciate you and appreciate your support and kind words, especially over the past few months as we've, we've gone through the new addition in our life and in our family. I appreciate everyone who, who reaches out and lets us know that they appreciate uh, reading the pamphlet. And we certainly appreciate... Uh, the opportunity to provide a service and and teach about history. And if you'd like to know more about what we do, please go to www.thepamphlet.net and you can check out all of our podcasts, but also all of our uh, past issues are available, both in the blog section 
um, but easily accessed uh, in the library area. So check it out. And if you like, um, we also have the ability to um, have you get home delivery and support us in other ways. And that's through our uh, a Patreon affiliation. And you can go there at uh, www.patreon.com forward slash the underscore pamphlet. And if you go there, you'll be able to support us and support what we do. All right, so before the break, I talked about cloudy skies. And I didn't necessarily reference whose, whose skies they were, but like in, in real life, they're, uh, they're cloudy for all of us. And, and in, that, um, in, in the clouds, there's always silver linings. One of the things that is happening is there's starting to become a, a large amount of buyer's remorse for a, a segment of the country who believed all of the uh, all of the messages of, of hope and change as, as they, they have in the Democratic Party for, for many, many, many years. And, and, and unfortunately, this, this time, coming out of a, a year of lockdowns, the American public is a little bit more sensitive. So the, I guess they're a little bit more aware. And, and they're keenly aware that the things that this new administration have placed in, in, into place by executive order in each one of those sections, you can clearly show a breakdown of, of society. And this administration owns that. And the American public, a greater percentage of that, of that American public sees that front and center. And they may not have exactly supported Trump, but they certainly had hoped or thought that, well, Biden was the lesser of two evils. What they didn't understand perhaps was how his, his lack of mental capacity was, was really an issue. And, and I think they just didn't care to dig into this. And now they're starting to realize, hey, this guy's not really, he's not really there. I mean, yeah, he's, he's technically the president, but he's not in charge. And if he's not in charge, then, then who's in charge? And, and I think we're all going through this collectively as a society, no matter where you're, you stand, it is who's in charge of our country. You can't tell me that the, 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 the guy that has dementia and trips upstairs and, and just, he's old. Okay. He, he doesn't have the mental capacity. His, his presidential schedule is nothing. He doesn't do anything. He's, he's, he's not really there mentally. And I, I just, you know, that's, I don't see it. And I don't think anybody else does either. So then who is in charge? And the only answer that could be is people who want to hide the fact that President Biden is not capable of being president. So here's an opportunity to get all the radical agendas and ideas passed through well, executive order, edict, whatever. It doesn't matter because this guy can take the fall for it. And chances are he's going to be dead by the time any sort of litigation had turned against him. So really there's no repercussions on him. And, 
you know, it's kind of a perfect setup to to be able to do whatever um, a one part of a government, if, if they're in total control, wants to do. And unfortunately, the type of government that is in control right now is very radical and is is wanting some extreme things that the vast majority of Americans are just not on board with. But yet it's being rammed down their throat and white is declared black and black is declared right and left is declared upside down and you know everything that we knew to be right and wrong is all upside down now and backwards our our history has been stripped from us and been replaced by a fictitious history that says our our founding fathers were all evil these are the things that have happened in our society we have police agencies that look more like militaries and enforcing mask mandates and social distancing and brutal takedowns uh, and this is across the society you know as as terrible as things are in the united states they were much worse in in places like england um so as a global population i think that people have have had enough and what they're all looking towards and what I, I see as our traffic from around the world kicks in and people are looking for anything relating to freedom. And that's um, where we get to um, describe the cloudy skies of yesteryear, the cloudy skies that our founding fathers had to go through. You know, the, the things that the, the, the tyranny of the British was, was pretty ruthless on the colonists. And we have a, a government that is heading in that direction. You know, on the one hand, buy us off with, with, with a, a, a free $5 bill over here. Meanwhile, we just got charged an extra, you know, $50,000 per person debt to afford... Uh, birth control in Pakistan and, you know, Lord knows what else that, that they pack into these things that go, you know, is basically free money for everybody in that little tiny bit to the human population of citizens of the United States. But if you, again, if you, if you look at what the British did, the level of tyranny, we're not there yet, but we're not that far away. And especially as I guess as fast as things have been increasing is what I'm trying to say. Um, it seems like things move a little bit faster um, in the age of the information age. And I, I fully expect that it should. So I, I really think that we're kind of turbocharged as far as the, the anger of the masses is finally starting to, their eyes are starting to open up. But I think as far as timelines where we would be is is pre Boston Tea Party. You know, we're not we're not to that that point to where you have people willing to dress up in the middle of the night and go raid ships in the harbor and dump tea to send a political message. And we're talking about common everyday people. So we're not exactly there yet. How far away are we from that moment? I, I don't know. I, I certainly don't see anybody dressing up and, and heading to the harbor. 
That's that's about all I can say on that. I hear a lot of people talking, and and that's fine um, because I'd I'd prefer not to be at that point. I'd prefer to be at the point to where we can resolve differences. I'm taking the the Ben Franklin uh, approach, and and being a little bit cautious in, in judgment, and as well as the the Thomas Jefferson approach to where. You know, we, we try everything we possibly can um, because we know that there are family members and other people that we care dearly about who are on the ideological other side. And wherever we can go for reconciliation um, amongst our differences, that's what that's what the, the Christian way that we're supposed to, to be able to allow everybody to to repent and move forward of of their their lives. Interestingly enough, I may diverge some from a mainstream opinion in that I believe that both left and right globally will decide to throw off the chains of their masters together. I believe that globally you will see this awakening of people, common everyday people, to start to realize that they're not that far apart from each other. And I believe that the the center left, the center right, the center up, the center down, the center, the general populace, which is pretty close to each other, will will come together in the opinion of, well, we're being oppressed. And and we're it's time to throw off the chains of, of slavery. And I think globally we might actually see this and we might see our idea of government stumble and fall because there's a group of corrupt elites that once again have figured out how to take advantage of a cistern of governments and pillage and plunder it and oppress people. It doesn't matter how many safeguards you get. There's, you know, there's always... Um, a group of people who usurp that that righteous government for a righteous cause of liberty and freedom and and try and and oppress people and that's the the world and the the situation that we're living right now so on the one hand you have um, the powers that be extreme radical left and right um, fighting against each other and being instigated to fight against each other to distract you from a more powerful entity or entities to actually seizing real power. This is happening at a time when economically the whole economic system is is internally collapsing. And there's a bit of panic that is setting in to um, some of the players that are, are controlling things. And that's why you see the radical moves on massive amounts of executive orders and massive amounts of, of overcorrections and, and things falling apart because the corruption is just so massive it can't, it ha can't handle all the new layers of bureaucracy and, and incompetence. So there are, are truly gray skies everywhere you look on, on every level. And, and things are, are, are entering some challenging times. But th there is those silver linings in those clouds because people of, of all walks of life and the neutral people are finally starting to say, hey, there's something wrong here. 
don't know exactly what it might be, but there is something wrong. And, and for that, you know, having a large chunk of the population actually start to awake, get out of their jobs, get out of their routine, get out of those wherever mindless um, areas that they, they were for whatever reason um, and recognize we, we have to do something here. That in itself is priceless. And, and I hope to, to talk a little bit to that when, when I get back. Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in to the Wade John Taylor Patriot Report. I really appreciate it. You can support us on our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash the underscore pamphlet. And there you can subscribe and help us out if you like what we do. You can check out all of our publications and everything we're doing over at www.thepamphlet.net. And if you have any questions or comments, you can reach me um, by email. And you can email me at editor at thepamphlet.net and reach me there. Thanks for your support. I really appreciate it. means a ton to me and my wife. And, and I thank you. So before the break, I, I talked about a large segment of the population that is soon to be awake or is waking up and, and finding that something something is wrong. Maybe they don't know exactly what it is. And, and this is um, why I think it's important for us to revisit our history. It's, re, it's important to know our history, to be able to put history in front of these people so that they understand what it is that that is important and and what what tyranny is and and our history explains how a a group of people who just wanted to live their lives and raise their families and worship their god and just live a simple life and how that simple desire of of independence to live their life how they wanted to evolved into taking on the largest most powerful military in the world and and overcoming and winning that that's that's where what our history can teach us and these individuals um, have stories to tell and it's important to cover people like Ben Franklin and and his son who he essentially lost a son because of the Revolutionary War. He had a son with, if I'm not mistaken, he was the governor of uh, New Jersey, I think. And and he was supportive of the, the British. And he was the British, or the, the English-installed governor. And he spent a decent amount of time arrested and estranged from his father. These stories are important to tell because they all help us cope with with the loss of a friend or a loved one or a family member or or something. Not certainly physical loss, but but mental, emotional loss because they've 
they've crossed this Rubicon, and right now, in their eyes, you're this evil tyrant enemy. And that's a really unfortunate place because most of us, I believe, are, are pretty kind-hearted souls who who generally are trying to to do the best that we we can. So I guess why I'm 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 going into this is is that that's what that's what the pamphlet tries to do, and it's just it's my wife and I's way of of trying to do something and give back to our community, and that's how this started. It's just a simple community pamphlet that is handed out for free locally here around our county, which is a fairly fairly rural county, and a good people know about it. Um, but there's plenty of people who don't. Um, there's there's people who don't really go too much into town in this county, and, and they just kind of live a very rural life. And, and if they do go to town, maybe they go to one of the larger towns or the cities to, to get supplies, which are generally cheaper. Um, and, and so, you know, there is a, a decent amount of population up here who is very remote and... And it, what I'm trying to say is there's plenty of people who haven't heard about the pamphlet up here. But I look at that as an opportunity. And that's an opportunity to reach out and, and teach other people about our history. And most of, of everything in there is, is factual in history. I think a couple of times we do stories and, and a couple of times we do some poetry and things like that. But by and large, everything is, is researched and thought out. Um, certainly where, where my editor, ed, uh, I have an editorial section, which is clearly my opinion on something. Um, and I try and, and differentiate and make it very clear that there's, there's sections in there where it's somebody's obviously opinion. And, and there are times when everything else is just like a research project, um, with some, some writing to, to try and present it to you in a way that, that teaches you history. We, we try and look for things that, that we don't know, little, little known tidbits of history that, heck, just, I don't know, I, I didn't see and, or didn't remember from school. And maybe they just didn't teach it. Um, and, you know, we've, we started this on, a, on, a, on a, an old computer and an old uh, printer. The computer uh, has since blown up, and, and I had to resurrect an older computer, an older laptop, which which now kind of does does it all, and it, it works. Um, and then we had the same kind of issue with a printer that was on its last leg, and um, we now have a well, it's new to us, but it's certainly a used copier printer that um, is getting us through very nicely. And we have a few people who who donate on our Patreon and, and help us to afford ink and and paper. And, and postage and we send these things out um, not only local now but we now send them around the country to different people who want them and it, it's kind of wild but that's just our small part on what we're doing and and I do that to, to I'm not trying to say attaboy or anything else like that because it's I, I'm pretty honored by the opportunity to do something like this and I try and do better and I try and um, present something better each each time each month and and i thank you for the opportunity um so but that aside 
my my whole um, point is that all of us individually have something that we can do that we can easily be inspired to to do, and you never know where it's going to take off to. I am a strong proponent or advocate of of being very active in your local. Um, politics. Go to city council meetings, go to county commission meetings, get in touch with your county commissioners, um, sheriffs, uh, just all elected officials, even prosecutors. I mean, really reach out to those officials and develop a relationship with them. You know, our, our founding fathers were very involved in, in governance. And, and that was a sacred right and a sacred duty. And, and we have that same sacred right and sacred duty. We need to get involved in, in local politics and we need to, to let our opinions be known and, and each opinion that is, is known is amplified and, and makes a big difference. And, and as we, the, the middle of, of, of America, that the common people who just want to be left alone and just want to live a good life and don't want stupid rules imposed on us, you know, that we, the people we can start having our voices back if we do this. I, I'm a firm believer of that. And I, I believe that we need to look past parties and really, really look at um, who we are as human beings. What are our desires? What are we, we all have some pretty similar some wants and needs as, as human beings. And certainly um, along that lines, there's there's ways for us all to get along if we just recognize who the true true enemy is and and that enemy is is those that oppress us those that divide us those that want to conquer us and those who want to keep us as economic slaves and own pretty much over 99% of everything and with that um i think i'm going to end it there there was a few other places i wanted to go and a few other things i wanted to talk about but I, I think I'm just going to leave it at that. Do your small part, whatever that may be. And, and I'm here to support you. I, you know, heck, sing a song. Do, you know, do, do whatever it is that you think you can do and, 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 and add to the movement. And, and we'll all stand together. And, you know, united we stand and divided we fall. So that's it for tonight. I certainly appreciate you listening to me. And I'm hard at work at the next issue of the pamphlet and getting really excited how it's turning out. Um, thank you so much for being there and listening to the podcast as we go along. And uh, thank you for the, the slower abbreviated schedule. Um, I'm doing this about once a week now, which fits into our, our busy life. And, and hopefully I'll have a little bit more devoted type to time to put out something a little bit more focused. But as of right now, this is the schedule for the podcast. So thank you so much for listening. And again, check us out at www.thepamphlet.net. And I look forward to seeing you over there. Thank you. And God bless you. And God bless the United States of America. <laughs>